0: She, uh, you know, I'm gowned up. I got the, all the stuff and I have no idea what to expect, right? Like I am a hundred percent thinking I'm going to pass out because I have no kind of stomach for stuff like that. Like I have, there's a big scar on my hand where I popped my hand open. Like just, it looked like one of those little toys you give kids, like a skeleton hand. You can see all of it. And I almost passed out and it was not that bad relatively, but uh, I sat down and we, you know, once they start, it's, it's it's right in the fire and she you know i'm seeing what they're doing to kind of get her ready to start pushing and and, uh you know she wanted to do the natural thing which is awesome she you know we're super blessed it went smooth uh she is a just savage that's what i tell everybody it was the most savage beautiful time i've ever been through just i don't see me ever getting into anything that i'm like man this is just a crazy time
1: Hi, my name is Scott Sweitzer and I am the Clydesdale CrossFitter. My friends, Amy Radowski, Charlie Odi, and Kat Shear and I, we are 40 plus masters athletes who love the sport of CrossFit. We wanna bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories and all the news from the open to the sanctionals to the CrossFit games. We also wanna share our journey to get fit and healthy using the sport of CrossFit. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button and consider giving us a five-star rating. We are now available on YouTube at the Clydesdale Crossfitter and Friends podcast and all traditional podcast platforms. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Clydesdale Crossfitter. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Crossfitter and Friends. Everybody. Welcome to the Clydesdale Crossfitter and Friends. My name is Scott Sweitzer. I am the Clydesdale Crossfitter. So glad you could be with us. I have with me the full crew today, Amy, Charlie, and Kat. And so this week, we are going to do an interview. Uh, we actually recorded it a few days ago uh, with Dex Hopkins. Uh, what, a, what a cool dude he was. Uh, we're gonna do that. In a f- yeah, Hilarious. Uh, just two months after having a baby got to see the little nugget uh, at the beginning of the interview uh, and he he talks glowingly about both his wife and uh and the baby and so I just wanted to thank the listeners real quick uh, as we're recording this yesterday, we had our largest download day ever as a podcast, and that's because of you, the loyal listeners, and all that you're doing for us. Uh, So thank you so much for that. Uh, And don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube or listening on your audio podcast and leave a comment because we want to hear how we're doing and hit that like button uh, if you like what you hear. So thank you so much for all of that. And then um, how was the training weeks going?
2: Pretty good. Um, I just did a workout this morning, though. It was 10 rounds. And it was run two hundred meters, three bar muscle ups once, or sorry, one snatch, three bar muscle ups, and five strict handstand push-ups. And um, I ripped my hands in the last two muscle ups, but it was it was a, it was a hard workout, but it was good. My training's yeah. been pretty good this week, yeah.
1: Anyone else have a good training week, or just
3: fine? Charlie <laughs> I, says no. Just <laughs> one. I was pretty consistent this week as well. I think I, I took off today. Um, I was supposed to do a 5K row with uh, my training partner, and instead a third person came over, and the two of them did the 5K row, and I just kind of did some strict pull-ups and, and watched. So I was, I was up all night last night, and I guess I'll divulge why. So I found out that my son has been sneaking out of the house to go see a female friend. Ooh. And she lives like 30 minutes away. So last night, I was on like a little reconnaissance mission to like catch him leaving the house. Of course, last night, he decided not to go anywhere. (laughs) I still slept on the couch and didn't get any sleep. So tonight, I'm hoping, is the night. And I'm deciding whether I just wait until he's like out of the house for 20 minutes and then call him and try to figure out like where he is and see what kind of lie he'll come up with. Or... Do I hide in the back seat of his truck, <laughs> and then reveal myself? That way, stop the hope. So, I, if you'd like to weigh in, uh, <laughs> and you know, we'll see what I decide to do. Uh, you know, the issue's is going down tonight or tomorrow night, and it's going to be fun. I look forward to the update of it. <laughs> I'm going to need he-
4: you in like a black Scully with like the gla- sunglasses <laughs> and hood.
3: I was yeah, thinking the about face paint. <laughs> the tailgate, you know, I, I told my daughter, I said, maybe I'll hide in the tailgate. She's like, mom, that'd be one heck of a ride down to, you know, Middletown or wherever we're going, but we'll see. i stay tuned for that. But I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> well, that was much cooler than I expected for a story today. <laughs> yes. So Charlie, yours hasn't gone well.
4: No. Um, I don't know that I've seen any type of workout this week. Um, So yeah, Uh, this is my
2: week. I need to hear about your Carrie Pierce abs. Are they popping? Um, Well, they've reverted back to
4: (laughs) Carl Pierce abs. um,
1: That was my history teacher in tenth grade.
4: And how did he look?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, point taken.
4: (laughs) So I'll be uh, I'll be getting back on that this week. Okay, as soon as this is over.
1: So for me. Good news today is I front loaded some weight. Oh, good. uh, Did some goblet squats with a thirty-five pound kettlebell, and so far so good.
3: Back's feeling okay.
1: Back's feeling okay. We'll know more tomorrow.
3: Yeah,
1: Uh, that's when I'll I'll truly know. But yeah, feels really good today, Uh, and most importantly, I have kicked ass this week on nutrition.
2: Good.
1: Uh, Macro stacks. I've been doing it all week. I had a couple days where I got two buckets with the thumbs up.
2: Buckets!
1: (laughs) I can't get all three for some reason. That just seems like an impossibility. Um, But yeah, going well. uh, My trifecta meals came in. Uh, Trying to figure out how to really prepare those correctly. Uh, The microwave doesn't seem to be the best alternative. Uh, So I think you have to cut them out and put them in a skillet with some stuff, but uh, but that's going okay. Um, really, finding some foods with the recipes on Macrostacks that I am really digging—just something totally different. Uh, their beef stew is unreal. Um, chicken and rice was great, uh, and then I'm doing some egg tacos that are out of this world. Now, the egg taco thing will be very difficult once this quarantine's over, and I actually have to go to work.
2: Scott Radowski <laughs> makes a, a mean egg taco.
1: Yeah, it's great. And if anybody has questions about that, you know, shoot me a DM, and I'll I'll shoot you the recipes. Man, they're they're phenomenal. So with that, let's uh, let's turn it over to the Dex interview. Uh, great interview. So glad we got him on here. Uh, one of the most fun hours I think we've ever spent on the show. Hey Dex, what's
0: up? How are you? I'm good. And I didn't think this is my second Zoom thing ever, so the hang of it as I'm still walking around my house. There we go. Oh, and I know there are views now. We we'll get everybody. There we go. Yeah. We had to check on my wife's on the couch, but then
2: this nuggets asleep. Nice. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it she's good. cute.
0: Oh, she's she's something, man. I tell you what, it's uh it's been a time. She's good. She uh, poops a lot, sleeps a lot.
2: I saw that. It was on your chest earlier today. Dude, That's look, she –
0: It's it, I, was it today? No, that was yesterday. Days go together now. <laughs> we. Uh, I think she had her two-month shots. And I think that I got, like – I read that if you, you know, which the cleanliness thing is times ten since you have a baby, so there's never been a better – a more opportune time for me to practice that than having a new baby and the world going crazy. (laughs) Um, But she got her two-month shots and they said if you're not insane about washing your hands and and whatever, you know, then like the rotavirus stuff they give them, you could get some symptoms of like cummy virus stuff from. And uh, I think I finally got it. So you know, Mm -hmm. spiked spiked like a 102 yesterday. Yeah, it's been a rough two days. This is actually the first time I've been outside in three days. So, uh. yeah. Yeah. So, if I'm, I am look like Casper, that's why. <laughs> but um, where, where are you guys? I listened to um, the one the other day with uh, – oh, man. Why can't I never remember the Australian guy's name? Con Porter. Shaking his hand many times. Yeah. Um, I always want to call him something else. But, yeah, I listened to his the other day. I didn't realize you guys were all spread out. Was it Delaware and where else?
1: So Amy and I are in Columbus, Ohio.
0: Okay, I was close to there.
1: And then uh, Kat is in Delaware, the state. Cool. In a sweet, sweet home
0: gym?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'll am tell you, we, so we were in Kentucky, which I had never been to the Arnold before last year. We could talk about that. But um, I was in Kentucky for the longest time. We had like an affiliate-like, just disgusting display of fitness home gym, like 15-foot rig outside, just... Could have a six-person class at home if we wanted to and uh we sold it all moved here to fort worth for my wife's fellowship and we just got rid of it like no didn't think twice about it just liquidate everything for no reason just because we couldn't take it and um now boy i wish we would (coughs) have stuck that in storage somewhere right
1: (laughs) would have been a glow. oh
0: my god i saw somebody trying to sell a rower for three thousand dollars on facebook market yesterday
4: Oh yeah, and I'm not. I'm
0: not looking for one, but I messaged them. Just a, I got a screenshot of like rogue prices in my phone right now because we're about to, I I think make a home gym where we're moving, but apparently not because everything's out of stock. I just sent it to them. I was like, man, in- inflation's rough right now. Oh, but yeah. it's wild. I don't know. They uh, it's a wild time if you're trying to get a hold of the fitness gear for sure.
1: Sure. So let's talk about fatherhood since we, we started with a, a little glimpse of the of the little nugget from uh Oh man at, at, off the top. So brand new father, first time.
0: Yeah, yeah, first time. Uh you know, I don't know, man. It's I thought I'd done some things in my life and like uh, you know, in college I got to play a national championship and, and CrossFit stuff, which is not that big a deal, but I just I sit and stare at a thing that is just so helpless. She can't even move. And that is just enough. You know, I've never been so struck or, uh, I don't know, man. And I love my wife. Don't get me wrong. She is, uh, I've, I've felt love for that lady and just been struck by her for, for years. But I, I don't know. It's so wild. And it's a little girl. I feel like that's very stereotypical, but she, uh, you know, and, and we tried for a while before we actually got pregnant, which we'll just chalk up to residency and stress, I think, you know, try is a loose term. We weren't like everyday, you know, sex bell going off, but <laughs> we, uh, I don't know, I think that's a thing, but it sounds sexy, but they, you know, we found out she was pregnant right before her exit interview in her residency, which, you know, my wife's a urologist, uh reconstructive urologist for a fellowship, so she was very specialized. Um... And just if you know anything about that process of, of med school residency, it's just insane, right? Um, and she is very type A, like most of those people are, very together. Um, and she is lead sled dog of the sled dogs. So, you know, she's there unnecessarily before everybody, just making sure the ship is, is righted and all the, the T's across and I's are dotted before the day starts, just running it hot for five mm-hmm. years, which I've always admired about her. Uh, but, yeah, I think some of, you know, some things – slide with that right like you're you're a little more stressed out sometimes and stuff like that she's always handled it with such grace um at least outwardly um and i you know we never argued about it or anything we just were like hey if it happens cool and so we acknowledged that we were hey let's give it a shot and then you know it was about about two years maybe and then i was just like look if we get through with residency and it's still a thing then cool we'll we'll do doctor stuff but um You know, I'm not going to freak out. I just – I know the season we're in. And, you know, sure enough, she comes home one day and she's got – I'm like a child myself. She brings me home candy every day. So, it's, uh, you know, she brings home, like, candy and there's a card with it. And there was something in the card. And it was, you know, her telling me she was pregnant and I freaked out. You know, and I'm a super emotional cat. Um, Just boo-hoo, you know, looking for a reason to drop these tears. I'll fill it up. But I, you know, I cry, super cry. And I was like, this is blah, 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 blah. You know, so excited. I was like, where's the other one? She's like, what do you mean? I was like, oh, you take two. She's like, I said two come in the box. She said, well, I didn't take the other one. I said, oh, you take that tomorrow morning because I know that's when you're supposed to take it. So she did, and it was cool. And then uh, just because I want to be sure, because I, you know, I've, I've had some jobs, but I've never looked forward to, to the two I have now, just father and husband as much as I, I have, man. And it's, you know, especially the time we've gotten to steal back just for those five years, you know, her kind of belonging to the hospital and then me finding things to belong to, just kind of diving into CrossFit and, and athletically and, and coach-wise. It's, uh, you know, her going through maternity leave and then our pregnancy, you know, mostly here. Uh, us having the baby, and then all this stuff happening kind of immediately after. You know, we've been quarantined three weeks before all that stuff. Uh, and I've, you know, life is pretty much the same. You know, we're fortunate enough not to be super affected job-wise. Uh, the gym I'm at right now, the guy's uh doing a great job handling it. You know, there's three of us on staff. Um, but I get to, to hog her all day. Uh, Mom just went back to work. Um, but, man, just – it was insane. I actually got to deliver her. Uh, there's so many highlights. It's hard to keep this stuff in order, but I, uh, so I actually got to deliver her like hot seat, Peyton Manning, under center. <laughs> so awesome! It was some, so I have some friends that have tried this and they all passed out. And so I'm, you know, if, if you guys are her, uh, the doctor's standing over me and all she's doing is, Hey, put your hands like this. And I'm, like, gowned up. Like, I watch a lot of Grey's Anatomy, so I know yeah. the deal. Right? You, you know how in. to do it. <laughs> yeah. I come in, which is not a good joke to doctors because apparently that's not the – they said yeah. scrubs is more like real life. Okay. But she uh, – you know, I'm gowned up. I got the all the stuff. And I have no idea what to expect, right? Like, I am 100% thinking I'm going to pass out because I have no kind of stomach or stuff like that. Like, I have – there's a big scar on my hand where I – pop my hand open like just it looked like one of those little toys you give kids like a skeleton hand you could see all of it and I almost passed out. And it was not that bad relatively. But uh, I sat down. And we, you know, once they start it's it's, it's right in the fire. And <laughs> she, you know, I'm seeing what they're doing to kind of get her ready to start pushing. And, and uh, you know, she wanted to do the natural thing, which is awesome. So you know, we we're super blessed. It went smooth. Uh, she is a just savage. That's what I tell everybody. It was the most savage, beautiful time I've ever been through. <laughs> just, I don't see me ever getting into anything that I'm like, man, this is just a crazy time. But I, I'm i in the hot seat and all I can see is baby girls and she came out with a head full of hair. She was two weeks late. So I guess that makes sense. Oh. Um, but I can see from the time I could see just like hair, like I was there and i I go to pull her out her head comes out and which was awesome but the cords around her neck and like I, the lady says it out loud I'm like oh do I need to move and she's like no I got it and she pops it out from around her neck and I said I've heard that this is a big deal that was very cavalier <laughs> Just this is a every, every day at the office for you and um, yeah so, so we pulled her all the rest of the way out and uh you know, set her on my wife and I, you know, cut, so cut the cord at that point. It's no big deal. That's like construction paper, easy money. Um, and we just have a good old cry and it's, you know, if you, you think you felt love for for people and I just, I, I don't think there's ever, there'll ever be anything anyone's ever given me, could give me uh, that'll make me feel the way I feel about just my wife and stuff now, man, it's just so beautiful. And I, you know, I was fortunate enough to grow up with like a, a Insanely good just superhero of a mom um, and i I was, I was wasn't very close to my dad, so you know kind of intentionally always wanted to be that and, and kind of fill holes in myself for for our kid and i just it's it was the most it's currently the most kind of overwhelming season of life uh just little things you appreciate man, and just you i don't know man i it, it's it's done so much for me as far as like you know how I feel about her, Um, and you just, you think you're ready to defend some things until you have a kid, and you're like, oh, I would really put my hands on someone if anything happened to this kid.
2: And I think you you almost, like, totally fall in love with your spouse again.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, um, I, I've seen her do some things I thought was just, you know, residency and, and all this, and, you know, while she was in that, she always did the open and never failed to qualify for regionals, and, um you know on like two hours of sleep a whole week and the only workout she would do would be the open workout and we just thought these were crazy things and she labors for 12 hours and spits out a watermelon and she just is good you know <laughs> uh we work out on the roof every day or you know not the last three days take that back she has i've been in the house uh but it's man it's it's something um uh, I, I understand why my mom was so crazy growing up now. Um, I've called and thanked her, you know, our families came into town, but um, it's, uh, it is something.
2: I mean, and it's the most important thing you'll do in your life.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, t- I tell you what, it's, uh, you know, I don't know, man, it's wild. Her name's Anna Keaton, Um mm-hmm. little turd, but she, uh, it's fun, man. It's so fun. I'm never so happy to wipe butts and just stare at something that can't move. Well, she can't even do any tricks yet. And it's cool <laughs> just to hang out. Um, and I and so, me trying to get in on the, be the just the consummate Scotty Pippen to this Michael Jordan show, um, you know, I don't have boobs, obviously. I can't breastfeed the baby. So I'm like, oh, we should definitely do bottles. So, you know, you pump will do the thing. I'll get in there. She will not wake me or even allow me to get out of bed at night, which is whatever. I try to hog her all day Um, and that's just you know the lady she is she's she'll run it into the ground Um, but she you know neither one of us have very much experience we both have really good moms but uh, she has uh, stepped into that role just seamlessly man like she's done it before and it's it's cool to watch and I you know I hope she thinks I'm doing half as good a job as I, I think she's doing
1: that's awesome well speaking of of the lady in your life um she she's a in the process of becoming a doctor or is a doctor
0: oh god is a doctor yeah so she uh Maryland did went to med school at old miss um we did residency at, at university of kentucky in lexington um and we had been married for two weeks when she started that um but she did residency there and then at the end of that kind of you know quick trigger we decided a guy contacted her late notice and was like hey I have this position open for a fellowship where she's a urologist and so in that surgery specialty you can sub-specialize right so like uh, orthopedic guys can be a hand specialist so this is reconstruction so she does urethroplasties and uh, you know c- crossfit reference ladies to pee she can fix that um, stuff like that but um, so we spent a year in Fort Worth which is coming to a close and I think we leave June 15th um, but we'll move to Tupelo, Mississippi uh, that's where Elvis was born It's uh, that's about it <laughs> so, Honey, it's known you know, for honey Known for the honeys, mostly to, mostly Elvis I think uh, but it's it's cool man, we're both from Mississippi I'm from Jackson, she's from Macomb which is uh, way further south or well, about an hour and a half but um, yeah, so we're wrapping it up. We're on the back end of the training, so she'll get into practice. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's going to be a time we're excited about that. We're actually, we're just looking at decorating the house today. So, which is hard. We're going from a one bedroom apartment, um, and we're going to, we're signed a, We're going to rent a house for a year before we buy one, I think, um, just to kind of make sure we, cause we can't really go and, and see right now. So that kind of feels right. Thank God for DocuSign so much technology now. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, it's weird. So, never saw that house, but we did sign a lease, so we're there for a year. But she, uh, she'll be done, and she'll be in, in the normal swing. Uh, we'll see how spoiled we've been this year. I think during residency she averaged – I don't know if she ever realized I was keeping count, but I think she averaged about 110 hours a week. Um, yeah, like either on call or out of the house. And, and if you knew the lady, I'm telling you, it's terrifying. Like I'm just real hard-pressed to talk about how hard my days have ever been uh but she yeah man sk- skated through she she wouldn't probably wouldn't agree with that but if you came in contact with her she you know never was ugly to anybody she was she was still just uh, the most kind of the biggest expression of just humility and, and loving on people that she could be going through all that stuff you know she might have scrubs with blood all over them on her but you know she was out there trying to love on people she wasn't at work or when she is at work so I'm excited for all that stuff for her to end and kind of her to enjoy the fruits of it and this year we just—it's well, been like—I mean, it's very specialized. So she her schedule's been just the exact opposite, and even more so with you know maternity leave, obviously, and and uh, the COVID stuff. I've just spoiled. So in June fifteenth or whenever that starts, that it'll be uh, you know back to kind of business as usual. But you know, I'm I'm taking advantage as much as we can, man.
1: So she actually competed with you on a team yeah Uh, and that was during her residency
0: yeah so we we uh our our entire kind of love story is hilarious it's not hilarious you just i think i was a jerk for so long in my life when i met this lady i knew that time was over um kind of um but we met uh we started dating on a set in september i proposed that christmas we got married six months later um then moved to Kentucky two months later or two weeks later after we got married. And um, so that was 2014. We had both went to regionals in South central back when it was regular regionals. And I think she had gotten top 10, 12, the year before she had gotten top 10 or 12 and 13 it was my first year. And I had gotten like fifth in the open, just crushed her in the open. That was our thing, right? Like we're training partners. I'm just no mercy on her every day and she'll get me in some things, but just giving her shots. We loved it, and we had a big group. And we got a regional, she destroys me. I am just trash bag water. I get, like, 22nd. I just wasn't good. Um, and the next year, you know, we moved to Kentucky. I, fortunate enough, we just clicked really well with all the people at the gym. I joined their team. Uh, her intern year, she was unable to do it. Uh, actually, like, go and be on the regionals team and go and be on the games team. But she qualified individual through the Open. Uh, in San Central East, and yeah. uh, not a weak, not a weak region for girls or guys. And she, you know, she would come in. I wouldn't see her, right? Like she's. And that year, you have to be in hospital. They don't, you know, you don't have a year under your belt for them to get to know you. They don't trust you to go home. So your on call in the hospital. And she would come to Friday night, or she would come to the open announcement late Thursday night, maybe, or she would just text me and be like, i love this one" or "I hate it." Friday night lights. She would come change out of her scrubs, drop her bag, row of 500, start the workout. Uh, and that would be the only workout she did all week, maybe. So she would just pay for it, just feeling like trash till the next Thursday. Do it again on Friday Night Lights. Didn't have the option of redoing it just because her life is insane. Uh, you know, she's on that rotation. You're doing every kind of surgery. So I want to say she was on ER for the Open. So she's seeing all the crazy stuff, like, uh, just, like, motorcycle accident guys which i wanted a motorcycle at the time it's the only ones i ever heard about oh let me tell you about this guy that broke his pelvis still <laughs> with that motorcycle yes yes i do um but yeah it's she's a specimen man and and if if you know her you know that about her if if uh, she is into anything she is neck deep in it and wants it to be just a peak expression or whatever she's doing and, and i mean if you you know you talk to her about what she does for a living there's there are no females in this field, or very few. And if you ask her why she got into urology, it's you know she wants to help people. Obviously, that's why I think that's why you end up being a physician. But it's a super competitive field, very hard to match, um, and the, the subspecialties in. If it tells you anything about it, there in Mississippi, there's not one. So she'll be she'll be the I guess the authority for reconstructive urology in Mississippi. So. You know, does not surprise me watching it, you know, kind of in the middle of it because I judged all the workouts. You know, I'm, I'm the biggest fan, but uh, she's a psycho. And so we get to go to that year, 2015. We qualified uh, was in Minneapolis. We qualified, went to the games, We ended up getting seventh. She couldn't go, uh, which, you know, breaks her heart, I know. She was happy for me. Um, and then 16, she was on the regionals team, which was awesome because it's the first time we ever got to be on the team on the floor together. And we ended up missing it. I think we got sixth by four points. So I'm like one of those situations, like you know, classic legless rope climb, no rep kind of deal. Um, but 17, uh, they opened up the recruiting stuff. We had some friends that weren't, you know, interested. They were retiring kind of, um, and we needed a third guy. Or uh, one our Zach Souter was our third guy in 16, and he wanted to go individual, and uh, he and he did. Actually, no, he had a a PT or an occupational therapy thing that took him away so we brought in Darwin Perez that won the Central East Open that year and then Melissa Doss who was just yeah perennial yeah ins- insane lady right yeah. like she's one she's tall yeah uh, and she, she could lift all the weights and do all the gymnastics she was a freak
2: she came in um, actually and came into our gym and did uh, one of the open workouts when she was in town for the Arnold so
0: yeah yeah I, I love that lady she's uh you know, I don't think any of us knew her very well. Uh, I, th- I think if you know Instagram Doss, maybe pre-baby and all that stuff, you could kind of make some assumptions. Just she loves the Grams, and and but at, man, her heart for people. She she's one of the sweetest people. It, did not regret that decision at all. Great teammate. Psychopath will push you, and yell, just crazy. But she's great. And so we go, we sm- You know, smash the open. We have a great time. Um, Darwin was really good that year, obviously. Um, And we go do really well at regionals, have an awesome time. Uh, I boo-hooed after that just because I wanted her to go so bad because I know it hurt her heart in 2015 to miss out. And we go qualify, and Doss breaks her leg that year. Yeah. And I was right behind her. That was to date the scariest or grossest thing I've ever seen in sports. Oh, Um, oh, it was like a – what's the guy that plays for the Celtics uh, that broke his leg? Oh, yeah. Uh, Gordon Hayward. Yep, that's it yeah that it was like that so she she was on the pegboard and she, her feet were as high as um uh, like a rower when you stand it up about, about seven feet and she just dropped and she kind of went sideways a little bit and there was a little the pad was too small like it was like the top of a box and she just rolled her ankle but from seven feet up and it just took it off her leg and it's just grossest thing i've ever seen and uh you know it was three weeks before the games um or something like that maybe a month so you know we, we had to bring in a a uh a substitute that really changed the tone of that trip so we went from and and you know with my experience coaching and, and and going to do the dance like that was a very very talented team to go into the test we had at the games that year and we would have we would have been really good um because that strategies would have been a lot different but uh, and just man, I tell you what, we going when you have people that are all really good friends, no matter what, is just is is the super priority, even more so now for me, especially the way it is. Uh, and so that it was nuts. And you know, she got to go. It was a little different experience than we were hoping, because if she is going, I'm talking about Maryland. If she's going, she's expecting to go win. Boy, she she'll talk about regionals in 2013. She had just started CrossFit. I uh, had no idea about regionals or any of that. I think as before everybody had, like, clothing sponsorships and, and wore nanos and stuff. If you guys could see the setup I have right now, you'd laugh at how this phone's turning. <laughs> but she, she's like, I look like somebody's Aunt Karen out there and just my loose shorts and my, my New Balance running shoes. I didn't even have nanos. And I fully expected to go win. She said, you, you couldn't tell me I wasn't going to win. I was a high-level gymnast. I, you know, I'll go in and win this. Sure, I'll go to the games, whatever and I think she ended up getting like eighth or ninth first year, and that was 2013 when they, it was like the murder your spine, just really see if they could kill your CNS that year with the heavy deadlift box jump workout, uh, three rep max overhead squat that year, um, so if she's going, she wanted to win, um, but after Dos broke her leg, it kind of changed the tone, so we went and just really kind of did the walk slow, try to soak it up thing, uh, just together. We got to be partners, man. We did uh, – there are some funny pictures of us doing a salt bike partner deadlift workout where I dropped the bar on her toe, I'm pretty sure. Um, she – yeah. She'll yell at me. I love to rest. Just resting is my favorite. And uh, she does not. <laughs> so, she – she'll go, man. Uh, till Till the wheels fall off, she'll do it. But – I don't know if she can hear me, but she's looking at me. Oh, she's eating my that's my peanut butter and jelly sandwich, ma'am. <laughs> Not anymore. Um but yeah, she if, if she's going, she wants to win and, and we man, we had a good time. You know, it's she PR'd a clean and jerk, I think she cleaning jerk two thirty five or forty that year. And uh, you know, it was a good kind of I don't I don't know what this year's gonna look like uh for her. She just started back training, and she'll tell you she's a slob, but she looks great. Just, I was like, look, I'll, coach hat on, husband hat off. You look great, you're moving well. I know what you just did. I was closer <laughs> to it than you were. Right? <laughs> so, let me, let me tell you how much better you're doing than I thought you were going to do. So, um,
2: speaking of regionals and games, though, you look a whole lot different now than yeah. you did <laughs> when you were competing.
0: Yeah, um, we, so I sold the beard to charity that September that year um, and then my hair she will tell you that hair and beard awesome keep it but boy when I shaved that beard I came home she was like you don't look like my husband I was like this is what I look like when you married me like our first date I looked like this but um, yeah and I, the hair I cut in May last year I want to say it's been a while it was right before her exit interview and so I wish I had some deep like meaning to grow my hair and beard. I just did not cut my hair or shave my beard until residency was over. Um, but I do miss the hair. I don't miss my beard. Um, but there's a lot of awkward and hats between short hair and, and that length. But it uh, it was good to change. I, everybody thought she got a new husband when we went to our exit interview. Um, I forget that everybody in Kentucky had never met me with a face or you know seen what my head was shaped like. Uh, and and even more so that year, I went to uh, I went to Rogue and Coach Chandler. It uh, was actually my, it was my first time doing that, and you know it was awesome because usually like you know folks want to. I just think it was hilarious that people wanted to come up and take pictures. And I knew it was just because this big gross. You wanted to see if it smelled bad or if I hid things in there or if you could hide in there. <laughs> just long shadow casting beard, and I thought it was hilarious. Or they thought I was like a taller Jared Stevens, but. They, you know, it was so funny. I had to reintroduce myself to a lot of people that I had known for like five years. It was hilarious. They would stand there and talk to me. And I wouldn't say anything at first. They'd be like, man, I know you. I was like, yep. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I got your number in my phone, sir. Keep going. But it's, yeah, uh, it was fun, man. It's, it's, it's not bad. And i tell you what, I can't imagine having it now because you know, I used to laugh at people and they were like, when's the last time you took a shower? I was, I was like, it, you know, I get it now. It's, it's a few days. You, uh, and I don't, I don't want to drop her. I don't want to I don't want her to roll off of anything. She just started rolling or not just. But now she's she's getting to where she's a little active like those fetal kick and arms and I can't imagine having to put my hair up all the time or whatever. I didn't really wash it that much when I had it anyway. That's that's what was funny is I'd be at the gym coaching and, and you know all the all the ladies like, "Oh, what do you do to your hair?" I was like, "You don't want to know because it's nothing." Like <laughs> nothing. I wash it once every eighth day. All right. Tell me you want to do that, and you don't. I know you don't. So, leave the straightener and blow dryer at home, and that's you'll be all right. But it uh, it was gross, uh, probably on the inside. But it um, I miss the hair, beard. I don't miss. Yeah. But I I feel like, uh, I don't know. I'm way more in shape without it because I, you know, we went to France with uh, my first four person team, and first competition without the beard and hair.
2: Yeah, we got a question Um, about
0: that soon. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Scott.
1: (laughs) So uh, we were actually due to interview Brooke uh, about an hour ago. uh, She had to, she had to dump out on us and we're doing it later this week, but she told us to ask you about France. There's a great story there.
0: There's a lot of great stories. (laughs) Um,
1: I asked her for dirt on you and she said, ask him about France. So dirt on me.
0: I mean, other than like the hotel rooms we stayed in, I basically had to spoon Christian. But, <laughs> <laughs> what was there dirt on me? Uh I don't know if it was dirt. We got it's me and her. So we there was an event now mind you, none of us have ever met. Or I've met Brooke uh at the Arnold. I was doing media work, um, because, you know, Instagram's always been my favorite game and, you know, you learn cameras and fun stuff and so a company approached me to work that. So I go there, meet her. And, you know, she is really, really talented in the fitnesses. And she just does not want to do individual. She individually talented, has all the work capacity, strength, whatever you, you know, crazy in her brain, uh, whatever you need for that. But just, and I think like-minded, like myself, it's more fun to do team. Uh, on terrible days, I'm I feel way more motivated to go in and do stuff if I have three other people depending on me or whoever else. And it's just more fun to share with people, I think. And so we talked about that and, you know, we're like, man, I feel the same way, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, we can do a team. I will cast a wide net. I was like, I know a few people that want to get down with this. And um, she's like, all right, cool, let's do it. So, and she had qualified that year Indy. And so we go, I email, it was supposed to be me, her, Chandler and Kelly Baker, uh, Chandler Smith, Kelly Baker uh chan can't go because he would have to choose between france and something else you know and i didn't want that on my conscience and so christian fills in first time we'd all worked out together uh which was awesome because we were all good buddies me and christian super similar i'm just way less tan um and jacked uh her and kelly are just two peas in a pod and we all just have the most fun man and that you know is a real high priority for me And the first event was in pairs. Uh, Me and Brooke are a pair. CH and Kelly are a pair. First pair runs a mile, 500-meter paddleboard. I've never paddleboarded in my life. Hate water unless we're, like, pedal boating. I don't don't like that. (laughs) Um, Water sports. Too big for that. And so I was like, hey, how do you want to do this? She was like, just go. Because you didn't have to stay together. And we asked. We said, hey, do you have to stay together? And the judge was joking, and he was like, hey, you know, when they're doing the brief, he's like, you know, reading the rules out. We said, hey, do you have to stay with your partner? Because her and I are sprinters. C.H. and Kelly are the long track horses. Me and her, good for 400 to a mile. C.H. and Kelly will run a marathon without training for it. And um, so we, you know, very plain English. Hey, do you have to stay with your partner? And he laughs. He's like, well, you'd be a jerk if you didn't. I was like say no more sir all right and i said hey how you want to do this she's like take off i was like all right cool she knows how to paddleboard she doesn't tell me that so i take off i think i pr my mile i don't think it was a mile but i'm gonna take it because i didn't track it but ran really fast get to the water just everybody catches me um i'm just it's comical i was fully recovered i'll tell you that after a 500 meter paddle board. fully recovered <laughs> i'm on my knees which, you know, everybody's on their knees, but I have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm not sticking a thing in the water very much. She is apparently grew up on the water like Kevin Costner in Waterworld and just speed boats around this thing and gets out, takes off. Awesome. I get out, take off, try to catch her. I don't. I pass a lot of people and a lot of people that I, am you know, know from the space, which is hilarious because I, I, I ran better than I'd ever run. It was, it was absolutely a performance PR for me running. But she gets back. Kelly and Kristen take off, and uh, you know I'm right there. And I guess they didn't see us come up together. But some people had gotten like kind of butt hurt, thinking that we had kind of cheated their system because you had to wait on both people to get back for your other pair to take off. And we ended up doing pretty well in that event. And I mean, we didn't qualify. We got we ended up getting second overall. But well, I wonder what else she was talking about. I'm gonna have to call her. But we um. Yeah, I don't know. We had fun in France, man. It was uh everything else we did pretty well on. Um and we just had a good old time. I mean, we had such a good time that we ran it back in Ireland, uh, which was, was even better.
1: Yeah, and you guys were the first team to qualify this year. <laughs> for the for the not games twenty twenty, baby.
0: <laughs> God. Uh yeah, we Yeah, we we went to that one. I'd never been to Ireland. Uh my wife got to come to that one. Which is, she's a trooper for flying. Hey, whoever led her on that plane, you brave soul. Uh, she, what was she? she was very pre- visibly pregnant. Um, and they led her on the plane, she came. Um, and we did not have a hot start. It was a run and workout to start with some weird luggage rope climb stuff. Which logistically, they... I don't know. It was a sexy event, but it had rained, you know, as it apparently constantly always does in Ireland. It's just disgusting. Landscape, beautiful weather, really fights that. But it was a run, to ropes. Ropes have been getting rained on, which, okay, cool. Everybody's got to do it. You know, can't be that upset. And we didn't have a hot start to that one. And then once we got inside, though, it was just our party to to ruin. And we did. It was – First event, I think we stroked everybody. It was Grace synchro, Grace and then synchro Isabel, and that kind of set the tone for everything that would be inside. And we just kept the ball rolling the whole weekend, man. It was so much fun. And then uh, my wife was there, which was awesome because she, you know, she had she has had to miss a few, and she was able to come just because of how the schedule was. And um, we just we had the most fun, man. And there was some some talent there. We, because uh, we weren't in first till the last day. I don't think we took first. We won the first workout on Sunday. I think that put us in first, and we kept it the rest of the time.
1: So, where did the name Meat Squad come from?
0: <laughs> well, I, you know, I have always felt like a just Andre the Giant of CrossFit. So, we went in 2014. Now, Maryland's five-two. Her dad five-five-six. Mom six-foot. Sister six-foot. My mom six-foot. Tall families. I'm 6'2", 220, uh, 215 if I'm eating broccoli that week. And Christian's 6' plus, six foot plus, 215. Uh, Brooke and Kelly will tell you they're meatballs, but they're not very tall. But we just, I don't know, man. I, I take it very seriously, but I also take the going to have fun very seriously. And nothing made me happier in France than to hear somebody say Romwad meat squad over the PA. And then, so which, so I, it's, uh, Greg is the P, the MC that was at both of these events. And I know Greg really well through Misfit. Uh, he was an athlete for a long time and just, just a good buddy I've had since we've been in the space for a while. And, uh, hearing he, it didn't matter if we were in last place, he still would have yelled it. But it just in his, like, French Canadian accent, boy, it was hilarious. And it's it's just funny, man. We, I don't know. i it sounded really good with Ramwad. What was it supposed to be? In France, it was supposed to be Meat Market. Um, <laughs> and, like, I think when I started CrossFit, I used to come up with names that I used to try to see if they would email me to change. Um, what was it? One time it was Two Pootie Tang one time. Uh, yeah, it was, it was insane. But, yeah, it was cool. I feel like, uh, you know, if some stuff happens, just some merch opportunities with that, it could be so cool, so... Uh, and it just fits our group of friends if you ever especially after the event if we do well and we go out it just makes a whole lot of sense yeah uh, just just a meat, meaty squad none of us look very tra- like traditional CrossFit athletes
1: yeah we you know we're we're the Clydesdale CrossFitter, so we we get that
0: I'll tell you what I so you put that up and you tagged me and I which was cool because i never I'd never seen it and me and Chris Walker my my best friend from Lexington is six four, six five, two twenty. Just our thing since I moved there has always been like Clydesdale class or Clydesdale this. And I'd never seen anybody else use it. And I was like, I knew it. I knew somebody was going to get this one day, but yeah. So I, that makes me happy. Like I, uh, oh man, who would I talk to Uh, Joel that does as many reviews as possible. I was like, man, what do you think about like a, like a Clydesdale review for, you know, the plus size CrossFit athlete testing all these products because it's different for us. Everybody's not Chris Spieler. He's like, "Oh man, I think that'd be great." And look at me, I'm too late. You already got it. So,
1: yeah, I I actually came up with the name because when I where I grew up, they used to run run races, and they had a Clydesdale division. Mm-hmm. In those run, if you were over 225 or 220 or something like that, you got the races at Clydesdale. <laughs> I need that. I wish
0: <laughs> the first year I went to regionals, I. It was the year they had Nasty Girls V2. I wore a belt and lifters to do pistols, if that tells you anything about it. Um, and I had never been so mad. I think it started with handstand walk and snatch, and I was in like sixth after the first two events. I was like, oh, man, I'm probably going to qualify. No, I probably got last on that third workout that day and got out of the last heat. But they, uh, we it was just so funny to find that, man. I, I sent it to Chris. I was like, uh, I was like, "Have you, you know about this?" He said, "No, I've never seen it." I was like, "I'm really upset because we've been had. This is a great name, <laughs> yeah." I just, it was so funny. It was that and what Burley Boys. Yeah, we we had Burley Boy jerseys the last year they had regionals. But yeah, man, clydesdale has been a that's been a five year, six year long standing thing for me and the the big fellows
1: I trained with. Well, I actually I actually met you. I worked regionals in the Central Regional for for years. Uh, both uh, security and I judged the last year they had regionals there.
0: Oh, I definitely talked to you then. I, I try to make sure I talk to everyone.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you are one yeah. of the friendliest guys uh, that I've Wait. met at, in CrossFit. Well, dude, it doesn't make sense.
0: Like, hey, I've never I've never been that cool, first of all. But, like, if, if it's a thing where, you know, I know how many volunteers it takes to, to run that thing. And most of the time that means they're not getting, you know, yeah, you get a sweet pair of shoes. There but probably, There's probably some cat yelling at you or not being very nice. And seeing people that, you know, I know that you live with your mother and you do fitness full time as a professional athlete, and you're so cool that you can't be nice to people. It makes me go out of my way to, like, everybody involved you deserve to get loved on. You know, like, and so – it's just, it was never such a serious thing, even at just my peak expression, to, to not shake a hand or, or tell somebody thank you for doing it or just, you know, be nice to everybody involved. Just, I get that it's serious, but there's like four people that can do it for a living. And so you being so serious with your headphones on in the back, just gearing up to go do a snatch, man, like, it just, you know, it never made much sense to me. So that yeah. makes me happy, makes me feel yeah. nice.
1: In 17, I worked uh, the warm-up area and then the, the shoot to the floor. So mm-hmm. I got to watch your your uh, Maximus team do, and you guys crushed it that week. We In, in 17. Yeah, we,
0: man, we had so much fun. Uh, and I, I liked seeing her, being on the team with her and then seeing us do well, you know, does a lot for me um, just because, I think, supporting role just kind of through the the first kind of season of our marriage has been my thing and so us getting to just something that brought us together and we were just on a real high that whole week and i think we needed to win a workout to qualify actually i think we were in sixth on the last day and um because we had not anything thruster workout with the worm came out too hot we blew up uh a few other ones but i know the first one on sunday we won the whole event. It was that dumbbell overhead squat one. And it was the first time I'd ever been split screen with Rich. And one, I've never looked so tall. And two, I've never, I I've never—I don't know if I've ever done reps faster than him. But that was cool. It was the first time we ever got split screened, <laughs> felt real cool. Um, and then they, they do the same thing with them. And we ended up winning that event, and that kind of punched the ticket. Because I, I want to say we just pooped a bed on the last one. Not so much that we <laughs> put ourselves out. But, boy, that, that last one that day was not our cup of tea. Um, but, yeah, man, it's – and I, I don't know. I feel like in, in football when I used to play, I was so locked into, man, it's the most important thing I'm ever going to do. Uh, you know, these moments don't ever come back, blah, blah, blah. And they don't. I think it's important to soak those things up. Um, but I don't think it's so important to give it so much power that, like, it – you know, who you are or what you're about changes as you go through it. I think I can go and, you know, the work's done at that point like I can be focused and and have a good time and and still be a human and then walk through those those events um and and it not be any kind of detriment to my performance or or whatever you know um and I just I think that the times in your life when people are going to want to shake your hand and think you're cool maybe take a picture or or high five you whatever just so far few and in between that you know I don't think you want to be a cat that said no or People were like, "Yeah, man, I tried to get his autograph or shake his hand one time, and he's a dick. Like, I don't, you know, I don't
1: want that." Yeah, and I, I think in '18, I actually, I was in your lane for the triple three. <laughs>
0: I had, that I took. I had eaten so many vegetables leading up to that to get skinny. I like <laughs> that was the only oh, funny event. Well, I was pumped that year because I, you know. Um everybody on the team, like one everybody's retiring, blah, 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 having babies. Okay, cool, guys. I'll try to do individual. And so I'm top ten in the open until week five. I show up to Friday night lights. I'm like, all right, cool, we'll just get it done 'cause, you know, traditionally every fifth week we would all do Friday night lights, like have a big team heat, like a whatever thing. Just 'cause, you know, normally we would all do it when we train at one o'clock and everybody would judge everybody and tape and this, that, and another. And uh so I was late because I had to coach. I came in and dropped my bag. I think I did four thrusters with a bar, started the workout. I ended up having to do it like twice that Monday. Still oh. just, well, chest to bar are not my thing, and I'm tall. So even my best thrusters are still mm-hmm. terrible. Um, and I hate that kind of workout. But So I'd bomb that one and go from like, I think I was 11th to 22nd. Bombed. And uh, I was like, you know, and I was working on Misfit Athletics at the time. Uh, Seth and Drew were coaching me. And I, you know, was in the, in really good shape. I had done the most hardcore nutrition I'd ever done. I think I was 208, uh, which is not a happy me. Real jacked. I look really hungry. Uh, but just, yeah, just too skinny for me and my happiness. And uh, it was just for that workout, which makes no sense because it's one. But... We go to planet, it and, and running is not my, not for three miles, not on that runner.
2: Not on that not be, salt runner, no way.
0: I, th- I, w- I tell you what, I would rather run on that than outside. And mm. that sounds sick, but yeah. well, in my brain, I work like if I can see it like on a rower, if you said, hey man, we're gonna do 15 one Ks, gotta row 135, I can keep it close to a number. Mm. But if I run outside in my brain, I am just Usain Bolt flying. In reality, I am old lady mall walking, just Olympic power walker. But because I don't have a metric and I I don't, I guess, you know, training experience wise and like athletic background, I'm a sprinter. So running a a 130, 400, I have no relativity to that at that point. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, CrossFit experience was it. And um, so Seth was like, how do you want to plan this? I was like, look, man, I'm going to win the row. I'm going to win the double unders. And I'm going to get on the runner first and see what happens. He's like, that sounds like a terrible idea. I'm like, well, look, let's think about it this way. If I pace the row and I get on there, I'm probably still going to run the same way. <coughs> Excuse me. But it, it was true, I, uh, which is not funny or not, not smart. I, I think that year I used the kind of going to have a good time and stuff as a, like a crutch to not, you know, take, put that much into it emotionally. Um, And not to say it wasn't a big deal to me, it was. I just individually, man, I just could never, I guess the crazy in my brain, switch just would never flip for me to go and just lay it out there or or pursue that. Um, Like I've seen like Kenzie Riley, really good friend, like my sister, she came off of a team. um, Actually, I want to say we qualified higher than we should have in 15 because a girl on their team blew her knee out in the last event. But on OC3's team, but, um, you know, she made the switch, and she's just a just monster, you know, real technical or uh, methodical with her approaches. And to me, like, in the open, like, hometown crowd, like I'll show out in front of our people, and we would go to regionals, and I was just like, all right, we're going to have fun, see what happens. And I just, you know, I'd get out there, and I'd be like, man, you have gone really fast for a minute. You, should, you deserve this rest. You look great. And I would. I and, and when I'm by myself, I can't. Right, it's it's not letting anybody down, uh, and I think maybe I was too much of a realist, or I just didn't put all my own eggs in my own basket that I thought I could qualify. Because um, mm-hmm. I mean, if you talk to Drew and and Seth and all the guys, like just for years, I mean there was nothing there was nothing I couldn't do. Right, like uh, deceptively good at gymnastics for a big guy, uh, you know, CrossFit strong. Uh, just I mean, my long game was lacking, but I want to say that's mostly because of I hate to say give a shit, but, you know, I just, my brain doesn't like to work past 20 minutes of fitness. And that's different now, right? Like that's what uh, I tell people is just, I think for years, me and the boys, we beat into people's heads, um, you know, go fast, go fast, hold on, um, you know, then max intensity all the time thing. And that was my thing, because I love to hurt. Like, let's do 50 cal assault bike sprints, awesome. But please, God, don't make me run two miles or a 5K. And uh, I was so impressed in France with Christian being a similar, very similar athlete. We're both really good at gymnastics for big guys, just off movement quality. Both move a bar really well. And the, the difference was I, would, I could sprint, and he could sprint. I just, that was my thing, you know. And he ran, they had to run an 8K, the other pair on that event, right. Me and Brooke ran the mile. And McKellar ran an 8K. I want to say he ran a 715, 720 mile for an 8K. And I said, what are you doing? Is that a joke? And he showed me his watch. I said, all right, cool. So I had just met Jason Lydon, who I work with now and have since. Um, and the approach is way different. It's, and, and I'm a nerd, right? Like, I'll let you get your spiel out. And I'm, I'm a big prove-it-to-me guy. You know, don't sell me anything. Just uh, kind of tell me or, you know, show me. And – that proof in the pudding for him running that, I was like, all right, what have you been doing? And he said, imagine, you know, Jason coaches me. So I talked to Jason and started working with him. And he, he programs similar to the way I do, it's very structural and very well thought out and uh, a big base build up. And, you know, which is so weird to say, but I think four days a week I'll run at least a 5K now. And it doesn't bother me. Um, Tight actually goes by pretty fast. But it's, I'm, I'm more aerobic at this point than I've ever been. And then when we went to Ireland, it showed. Because I in my brain, I'm like, man, you have it sprinted. You're going to be trash when it's time to kick on the, the fast gear. Um, you know, whatever. But it, I wasn't. It was still there. Um, we, we had a great time. I, being aerobic, to me, it was still kind of a new thing, or doing aerobic work. But I've, I've enjoyed it, man. My body feels good, other than this, this uh, poo-poo show from all the baby stuff which I I think poopoo show because, you know, they said, it's so weird the things you read when you, when you have a baby, I Googled, I I said, could my kid's poop get me sick? Yes. And uh, yes, is the answer. Yes, it is. But yes. And, and my wife works with poop, so I should know that. Will you get me, will you throw me that thing of P. Oh no. I want to see her pull off a magic trick. She's feeding the baby.
3: Can you guys hear me at all? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Kind of. Okay. Just making sure. <clears throat> Thank you, baby. Oh God, Nolan Ryan. Okay. Yeah. So
2: You've mentioned coaching, so um, is that what is that what what you do mostly for your career? Is yeah. Training for um.
0: So I, I always tell people I coach for a living and I athlete for fun. Um, so I when I met her I had taught high school, coached football a little bit. Um, I was a history major, and just when when I played football, I was such a trash athlete that I had to work really hard. And I had a mom that was, you know, I was fortunate enough to have a mother that was really honest with me. She was like, "Look, you're not very." I was in seventh grade. I'll never forget it. I was I was a quarterback, and they had a kid that was way more athletic than me starting. I was like, "Hey, I'm," you know, I was pissed. i was like, I'm, "They're not starting me." She was like, "You're not any good." She was like, "You spend your time riding your bike instead of going to throw and practice. Like, what do you think that kid does?" He goes and throws. I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks, Mom. And, uh, but I, I, I handled that well. And I, you know, addictive personality-wise, I guess, I got really one-track-minded into things. So, if I was trying to do it, I was trying to, that was it. You know, I'm probably to a fault. Uh, but, so I did that with football, um, and I just, I love the game. I love what it did for me, what it taught me as a, as a man. Uh, as an adult and, and all the crossover from life and history sounded way better than pe when you told people so i did that and uh I, I did it for a year man just kids kids were not the same like i feel like if i told some kids any kind of resemblance to something my mother had told me just that was a hard truth that they would cry and i would be fired and probably burned at the stake um, just because you know you get good at football by playing madden now or uh, making TikToks, but They they didn't have that (laughs) then. But probably. But it broke my heart. Um and so I quit. And I got a job at a normal gym for a year under the assumption that this man was going to affiliate. I'm gonna check my phone battery real quick. Oh, we good. I I was prepared. Uh oh. There we go. Um I under a regular glimpse
1: of the before and after picture.
0: Yeah. What was that? When you checked your phone,
1: it was was your old your picture with your beard and your your hair. (laughs) That's great.
0: <laughs> I man, it's like it's like when you uh, have to cancel a phone ca- or a credit card, you have to go through and change all that stuff. And I just haven't. <laughs> I have no idea what picture is on this. Um, but I got a job at a regular gym, uh, which, you know, retrospectively was awesome opportunity. Got paid for my cert. I never would have had a thousand bucks. I was super broke. Um, I think I had turned my aunt's garage into an apartment uh, to live in while I was teaching, saving money. Um, so I moved to North Mississippi, you know, guy was talking about putting me on salary and man, we're going to open an affiliate. This is going to be your baby. The only thing I know about CrossFit at this point is that I love doing it. I have no idea how to coach. Uh, all I know is that I've read every CrossFit journal they have on the internet, and, you know, fired up about it. Like, like you are the first few years, right? Honeymoon phase. Let me tell you about it, brother. We rip our hands. Uh, it's real dirty. You know, we do crazy stuff and throw up, but he pays for my cert, uh, ends up not being the thing, so I move home. And uh, from there, man, I, I think I've always had a heart for loving on people uh, one way or another, whether it was just, you know, speaking to you or sharing something I'm passionate about. And that just checked a lot of boxes for me every day. Um, not to say every day it was fitness, you know. I mean, we would come in and people would talk to me about stuff that had nothing to do with fitness. And I think that's a real vulnerable spot. And and just an uh, invaluable spot for people to put you in if, if you get that sense of trust and community and, and kind of safe space with people. And that's what coaching did for me. So I started coaching at Mississippi CrossFit. Uh, the first class I ever coached was uh, the interview. Uh, lady had no idea, and I didn't tell her. And she couldn't tell, so why should I? Um, but I was there for, for a while, and I met the lady I'm, I'm married to, my baby mama. And uh, she told me that she was in medical school and that she was probably going to move in a year. And I was, without thinking twice, said, I'll go with you, whatever. We'll get married. And we did. And we moved to Kentucky. And I was at CrossFit Maximus, which was, that's a loud truck. CrossFit Maximus, which was just a different animal than I'd ever been around. Um, It, you know. They had two gyms, three gyms, locations, uh, 20,000 square feet. They had 700 members, multiple coaches on staff. And I'm used to being the show pony with a buddy or two that that coached. Um, I'd only ever hired two guys, uh, Caleb Gresson and Vic Sanders, who are still like my little brothers, uh, who are are awesome and and doing stuff now. Vic actually runs a gym or helps run a gym in Louisville, Derby City, where I was. And Caleb's actually in chiropractor school. Only two guys I've ever hired. uh, and so I moved there, and Maximus is, is insane. Uh, and I, you know, learning on the fly to kind of wrestle a bigger bear was, was awesome. And there was some learning curve for sure, uh, especially some emotional maturity stuff. And then the business side of it, just because I was super spoiled and didn't, didn't have, uh, have to do that at Mississippi CrossFit. We were fortunate enough to have a front desk lady who was just, that was her bread and butter. And uh, learned a lot, uh, learned a lot of things that I, I will take and put into practice, learned a lot of things I won't um but just I I've made some relationships there man like uh Nate and Erica Spitz uh and all those people are so good to me and my wife for those five years uh for the most part and you know there's some friendships we'll take with us down the road um and you know it was just I've I've loved coaching just because all the things I thought I was going to get out of uh coaching with kids and more it's given me and just the opportunities and stuff and it's I want to say that I've made all these things happen, but it's been just through almost pure dumb luck that I've been put in the places I've been put in and, and I hope I've taken advantage to the max. Um, that's why I tell everybody, like, you know, I'm super lucky to be married to the lady. Um, and I, there's no doubt in my mind that, that where I am is where I'm supposed to be because of things like chain of events in my life that have happened and that are just so, you know, there's no other way to explain it than right place, right time, and just being super blessed to have been there and, um, it just, it's weird. Uh, like so, because I, I don't know if if I wouldn't have met her and got married, wouldn't have moved. I'd still be at home. Uh, Mississippi CrossFit's not open anymore, um, and so who's to know what I'd be doing? But you know, five or six years later, I'm neck deep in it. I, I feel like I have a wealth of experience for for people and coaching, and uh, and and still try to. I'm still learning. You know, still. I think you always feel like you have that being scared of the imposter syndrome stuff where you feel like, do I actually know as much as I think I know? Probably not. Um, but it's uh it's it's been good, man. I always have a hard time putting it into words, but I just loving on people is my favorite. Uh, if we get to do some fitness, that that's cool too. But uh, under this umbrella it's really, you know, freed me up on a on a pretty selfish endeavor to to go and do that with just a, a huge kind of spectrum of people that, that I normally wouldn't have got to come into contact
1: with. That's a great way to look at it too because like loving on people has to be number one and then, you know, everything else will fall into place. Mm -hmm. A couple things I I can't let pass by is early on in the conversation, you said you played in a national championship game.
0: (laughs) Wait, so I I played D2 football, uh, Delta State University in in Cleveland, Mississippi. Can't believe you don't know where that is. But um, no, we we were good, man. I, I had never been on a good team until I went there, I played junior college ball in Mississippi. Uh, the first, last chance U, uh, I got my butt whooped by that team two years in a row. Um, but I went to Delta State. We just, I was a quarterback when I signed, and just our offenses were way different than what I was coming out of, so I got moved to, like, tight end, just offensive utility player, real Cordell Stewart uh, slash. But we were really good. Um, and we went to the national championship. We played to, uh, which you know, dream play on ESPN. My mom was there. It was awesome. Uh, had a mohawk, looked like an idiot. It's about two hundred fifty-five pounds, just angry twenty-year-old. Um, and we lost by a field goal. It was the up, you know, at that point, just the worst thing I possibly thought could happen to me, um, as you do at that time. But yeah, it, it was uh, it was insane. A lot of Uncle Rico stories from that. We uh, we got beat by, by, a, by a team from the north. It was wild.
1: And the last question I have for you is I actually, in my research of you, I found a podcast you did with Chandler. And the, the highlight for me was you ripping him for his uh, treat choices. Uh, he was eating Reese's fast breaks, and you were like, there's only one Reese's product. It is the peanut butter cup. Yeah. And so, I'll tell
0: you, the only, uh, some, uh, the only acceptable versions are eggs and any of the holiday ones. If you – and, you know, maybe that's why I like doing teams because I can eat candy still. Like candy, candy. <laughs> you do individual, boy, you can't eat candy. No, that's not true. But, uh, yeah, Chandler loves old man candy. Like uh, I don't I don't know if he can pass a 7-Eleven and not get like a, a Slurpee or whatever they call them <laughs> whatever they only have at 7-Eleven. Yep. yep, loves a good that guy loves a slushy, but he he loves fast breaks and it's disgusting. Like I can't think of a grosser old man candy than uh, like the little peanut things. Maybe that's gross, more gross. But we have this argument all the time, and I actually have it with my wife too because she loves the Reese's peanut butter cups with uh, the pieces in them. Which is yeah. blasphemy? Um, it's
1: not <laughs> broke. Yeah,
0: Mm-mm. it's not broke. Don't fix it. Um, yep. But yeah, they big candy guy. That's what the treats I was talking about. She brought me home when she told me I was gonna be a dad. Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh yeah. So,
1: so is that is that the number one treat? If you ha- if you could pick anything,
0: I wouldn't call it a treat. Like uh, multivitamin. You know, something to take <laughs> every day. <laughs> no. I, the, what about the most, what about
3: the little minis? i
0: could get with any version so the most disgusting display of dedication is uh you know around valentine's day in target they'll have the like the it's one pound of reese's cup but it's half a pound per thing i've eaten the whole the whole pound walking around target you know like you know the shame scan when you have to just bring the lady the wrapper. you're like yeah shame scan that's what that's called and what's what's funny is because when we first got married i used to like we go to the grocery store. I'd open a drink and drink it while we walk around, right? Like, no big deal. I'm going to pay for it. I didn't grab it and, like, get out. But she would freak out. Boy, she would, you're stealing now, especially when she was pregnant. She would go in and she would get, like, dried mangoes or her thing or uh, what's that? It's like fake healthy popcorn, uh, salty pop or something weird like that. Yeah, skinny pop. That's it she'd get but the one with like salted caramel sugar all over it and she would get it hammer the bag amazing or anything like that yeah she would hammer that and then have to do the shame scan which is great um (laughs) but yeah man it's (laughs) shame scan that's 100% what that is if that's not a term it should be I love it yeah gotta be yep
1: well those are the questions I had for you man this has been a fun hour yeah Um, man
0: oh that's been an hour good lord yeah, and I was, looked. So I looked at the email to like cover my butt, and I was like, oh man, cool. Cause I like, I, I told you I hadn't been feeling very good. So I, you know, still hanging out on the couch. And um, I looked at the email. I was like, oh, there was a second one you sent where I was like, you know, we said 2 p.m. Eastern. I was like, and that's in 15 minutes here. So I better get up. Oh. So that's, <laughs> when I, that's when I emailed you. Yeah. I said, oh man, that link is not in here. So. Uh, yeah, man, but it's uh I appreciate you guys having me, man. It's uh I always love doing these and and uh they're always a good time, especially when it's Clydesdale, just so near and dear to my heart.
3: <laughs> well, it is uh I
1: think I oh, go ahead, Kat.
3: No, I was just gonna say you just have such a positive brightness about you, it's really refreshing to to talk to somebody that's just got such a great outlook. I
0: appreciate it, man. It's uh I I try my best and, and as I told somebody this the other day, I think. Especially like the way the world is now, I think you're you're either a victim of the energy you you hold on to and put out now, or you're getting to like a really relaxing time. Uh, and I think that's the anxious part, you know. If and I've I've talked to a lot of people that sitting at home makes you so anxious and and whatever, and if it's any kind of just like stir up this negative stuff, I just I've always tried to be really intentional about about putting that stuff out. Just I feel like. There's enough things in people's lives that are going to bring them some kind of grief or stress or something like that. And, like, you know, it, sh- it shouldn't come from other people. Like, I'm, I'm big on the lifting up just because, think it does as much for you as it does for the other person. Um, and, and my mother was that way, man. I think our currency was always love. Uh, you know, like I said, she was a single mom with three kids, and she cut hair. Um, And I remember doing my taxes for the first time and and she told me how much she claimed and all this stuff. I was like, how did you feed us and you did not pull all your hair out? And I never saw the lady blink or anything like that. And, uh, you know, I marry a lady who goes through what I've seen her go through and knowing how I would react and lose my mind is just graceful in in walking through it. And and even with people that are trying to tear her down. um, And so I, I think, you know, there's not a lot you can control, but you control in your energy, I think is a huge deal. And, uh, you know, that's, that's something me and Chandler shared and Noah and just, and people in the space that I've uh, I've come in contact with and and choose to be around. Uh, and I think it's, it is a choice. Uh, that's, you know, we talk about that all the time about how you keep your circles close and stuff like that. And it's, you know, I'll love on everybody, but who I'll choose to interact with is, is based on how you do that. And because it tells me a lot about you and, and, and what you're about is how you treat people and the kind of energy you put out. So that means a lot, man. I'm pretty intentional about that.
1: Well, it's, it's awesome because we actually put out a poll. And that's where you kind of found us is we asked our, our listeners who they wanted to see on the podcast. And you came back a couple times. Uh, so that's I posted funny. your picture and, and tagged you in it. And uh, I was like, yeah, we got to have him on because when I met you, you, you were definitely one of those genuinely just super cool dudes. Um, and I was, I was excited to have you on.
0: No, I appreciate it, man. It means a lot. Um, you know, and I I used to tell everybody I'm just, I'm sat here trying to do stuff to make my mom proud. And so now, you know, having a kid man and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm never at a loss for words and it's still hard for me to kind of articulate just, just things I didn't get growing up. Right. Like I wasn't very close to my dad. So there are things, you know, you run, you try to run up this list of like things I want to teach you and, and all this. And, uh, I just, as, as proud as I am of my mother and who she was and, and the things I've taken from her growing up, um, just how, how she, you know, how she loves people, how she handles stress, uh, no matter what is going on around her, those are things that make me proud and just, uh, you know, showing how God works through her and stuff like that. Like, I want my kid to be able to, to grow up and see stuff like that and, and not me have to tell her. You know, my mom's never had to tell me any of these things. Uh, I just know and I've called her since I've been 30 and either thanked her for butt whoopings or asked her how did you keep your cool during all this stuff because it's you know you're, you're a superhero so you know that's perspective change man but it's uh you know kind of the the approach is, is the same so still want my mama to be proud but I, I hope the, the little girl kind of picks up on all of it and she's proud at some point too.
3: Well, with well, with Mother's Day coming up now, you got you got two moms that you get to celebrate oh, she next gets, week.
0: We right? all get two, but we all get two birthdays now. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, uh, I'm excited about that, man. She she is not big on on receiving gifts and stuff, um, so I'm I'm excited. And even if, I don't know, it's nuts, man. I'm, I'm super excited for her to get to do that stuff. And yeah, she's really good at it. Um, other than us having to do a lot of dishes, I say us, she does more than I do because she gets up at night. But breast pumps have a lot of parts. So, so many things you learn. <laughs> yes,
3: they there's do. So,
0: there's so many versions.
3: It's hard to clean. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: It's, well, they scare you with how you have to clean them, right? It's like, right. oh, you better sterilize this thing like you live in a hospital yeah. or your kid's going to get sick. Oh, no, we put them in the dishwasher, heat dry. Oh, okay. It's been, you know, we're, we're 10 weeks deep and she's still alive and kicking. So, <laughs> It's got to be right. You know, it's just
3: an experiment we're doing here. Wait till, wait till you have a second one. It won't really matter at that point.
0: Oh, (laughs) so, so this is our, Chris Walker is a few years older, right? Like he was, he was an old man on the team and he and his wife have had just the largest, most beautiful kids you've ever seen. I think all of them weighed 10 pounds coming out, just gargantuan children, beautiful kids. And Casey is full-time mom, and so she's like our point of reference because I was like, all right, you've been through version one, two, and three, and, you know, what's the best practice? She's like, don't worry about it, throw not in a dishwasher. I was like, okay, because that's what it is. They were like – and I asked her, I said <laughs> – because, you know, we're getting to the point now where, like, you know, when you're able to get out of the house, I think in Texas they're opening up, uh, you know, patios, which I'm going to sit still for a little while longer, um, especially after getting, like, a, a little spout here for two days and freaking out. I'm like, oh, cool, I'm going to have to go live in the streets for two weeks but uh i said when you went to get like babysitters and stuff i was like how touchy were you she was like with the first one oh background check you know i'm calling 10 references second one i'll literally hand to a stranger i said oh my god <laughs> all right so don't be picky but not crazy all right got it um yeah i man i'm so excited for all that stuff i can't that's why i joke with and I, like, I can't wait to be a just a old dad She's like, one, we're not going to get old. I was like, we're definitely going to get old. Yeah, We're going to be old porch swing people. That's okay. It's, you know, some people don't get there. Um, But I'm looking forward to it, man. And it's so funny. Like three years ago, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm planning for masters and and to do team as long as I can, all this stuff. And while those things are still cool and I would still participate if I'm able, if I couldn't, it's not a big deal right now, just cause I, you know, there, there's a lot of, most of the things on my list I've ever wanted in my life are sitting in the living room. And it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty pumped and, and, and blessed and content and looking forward to, to where all these things go and kind of the, the road we're on right now.
1: Well, on that note, thanks a bunch for doing this. Uh, we had a blast this hour and uh, we're so glad you did it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Thank
0: you guys so much, man. I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, and then, super good talking to you guys. Great yep. name. I'm so yep. pissed I didn't get that name.
2: Well, we wish you luck with parenthood and training and your move. So we hope that all goes well for you.
0: Oh man, we are going to pay somebody to do that this time. Good. Uh, but no, I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me
1: so much. No problem. All right. We'll talk Day to six. you soon, Dex. Bye. Yes, soon. Sir. Thanks
2: guys. Yep. Bye.
1: So that was a lot of fun. You guys have fun with that interview.
3: Totally. He's a, he's a fun guy for sure. So, so bright and happy. Love it.
1: And the best thing you can do right now is go onto your Instagram, find Dex and then look at his before and after with beard and then without beard. It does not even look like the same person.
2: At all. Yeah. The person I thought I was interviewing is not the person that we actually interviewed. No, just because of the photos, you know, I was like, wait, I was expecting this. Oh, look at, look at what we got here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I showed my wife and she was like, holy shit. I was like, yep. Yep.
2: Yeah. Totally new guy. Yeah.
1: So a little bit of news for the week. Uh, One of our very own co-hosts of this show was featured in the morning chalk up
2: Yay!
1: and that is because something really awesome happened. So Kat, do you want to fill everybody in on?
2: Yeah.
3: So I'm like a little CrossFit famous right about now. Um, I opened an affiliate, so um, I've been training out of my garage under the name Catalyst Fitness for the last two and a half years, and I finally got the courage and had the funds to go ahead and make it officially um, a CrossFit affiliate. So now, as of May 1st, we are now CrossFit Clarity. A couple of our taglines are, it's clear, we're different because I'm trying to really focus on this one-on-one and small group class model, which just happens to fit right along with the whole COVID-19 reopening plan of social distancing. Um, and so what I originally thought was gonna be this big move into a big warehouse, you know, 3000 square feet to get more people in the door, um, it, it's turning into a little bit of a blessing in disguise and that that sort of all has been crumbling. And, uh, and we're just going to stick it out here in the garage um, and see what happens. But, you know, I'm basically na- able now to sort of use the CrossFit name in my marketing. Um, and I'm really trying to attract people that, you know, would probably never step foot in a CrossFit gym. Because let's face it, from a health perspective, the majority of people that actually need CrossFit in their lives right now probably wouldn't go into a CrossFit gym. And so I offer this private setting. Where they can get, you know, really great coaching and and you know, sort of an introduction to the methodology in a, you know, really sca- uh, not scary, unintimidating, you know, environment. So that's kind of what we're going for right
2: now. That's awesome! Congrats! Yeah, and thank how you. Ma- and how many
1: how many of our guests have said, "Who's got the sweet home gym?"
2: All right. As soon as yeah. they
1: come on the interview. Yeah. So now
3: we say it's an it, affiliate. Mm-hmm. It's not
1: your average ordinary garage gym. You, it is a ramped up, jacked up, full yeah. fledged CrossFit gym.
4: So it's my a is, a now. What's my that, Charlie? T-shirt, my t-shirt's in the mail. Then
3: I know. So it's so funny you say that. So I've done such a good job of branding the gym uh as Catalyst Fitness that there is there are stickers everywhere. You can't look anywhere now and take a picture and not see the orange and black and the Catalyst Fitness. So I, <laughs> I'm going to have to go on a major rebranding. Uh, uh, initiative here and I'm working with a graphic designer starting on Monday I do have uh, the start of a logo that I think is gonna probably stick but uh I got a lot of work to do so yeah more to come on that for sure
1: so that is awesome and congratulations from Thank all you. of us we're so happy for you that's it's so cool what I want to talk about now is an article that was written by Tommy Marquez for the morning Chuck up and then he kind of reiterated on talking elite fitness And that is this concept that when you look at the registrations from the CrossFit Open last year, 50% of the people who signed up to participate were an age group eligible person, meaning either a teen athlete or a 35 plus athlete. And he kind of contends that it's always, you know, we talked... It's always that group that kind of gets um, canceled or shut out or not communicated to, yet they are 50% of your revenue. And so I just kind of wanted to get, we're all master's athletes. We're all 35 plus. And so what are your thoughts about that?
3: Long pause. Um, (laughs) All right. So I'll I'll go first. Um, Okay. It's 50% of the open. That's great. Um, The open is not for every, everyone doesn't consider it a qualifier for the CrossFit games, right? We, I don't consider it a qualifier for the CrossFit. I consider it, you know, a way to throw down with my box mates once a week and it's like a community event and isn't it fun and let's test our fitness and all of that. So I think from a community perspective, I get that, you know, it's more than 50% of the people are coming from those age groups. But when you think about CrossFit as a sport, um, the open is just a very small part of the pie. Um, I mean, maybe not income wise for, for HQ, but as a sport, it's just, it's like the very first step, right? It's not that significant. And I still, you know, I know I'm a master's athlete and I know I've said before, like, gosh, it'd be great when I, maybe when I turn 50, I'll be good enough to get to the games and wouldn't that be fun. But I don't understand all the boohooing about the masters, not getting attention and not getting, um, you know, airtime and things like that. I just, it's, it's more of a hobby sport for us than a sports sport, I guess. And I'm okay if sponsors don't sponsor teens and masters, and they only really focus on, you know, the open individuals or the, you know, the open age group. Um, I I don't know. I've always felt that way. And I always kind of roll my eyes when people get upset about that lack of, um, you know, coverage and, and lack of accolades for, for doing it. Yeah, it's hard. It's great. You know, you work hard, but I don't know anybody whose full-time job it is as a teenager or as a master's athlete to just go to the CrossFit Games. That's just me.
1: So so my thoughts, just to be transparent since I brought it up, is that um, I kind of agree with you. They truly are a subset of the whole, right? None of them, well, I shouldn't say none of them. Most of them are not in the top 100 in the open and the best athletes in the world, or they would be in the open, um, individual ranks. And so no sport treats the subset better than they treat the, 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 the main open division, whatever that might
2: be. Let's not forget Sam Briggs. Sorry. Just throwing that out there.
1: Right. Yeah. That's why I said most.
2: <laughs> yeah, most. no, I know. I know you did <laughs>
1: Um, But what I think CrossFit doesn't do right is they don't communicate with that subset who are a very large portion of um, the CrossFit community. The announcement that the age group online or the age group divisions were going to be canceled was made on social media. There was no special um, email and it didn't even have to be special. It could have been a group email to those individuals that qualified to say, Hey, this is what we're doing before it went public on social media. I just think there's a couple little steps they could take uh, to make it a little bit better. And Tommy and Sean had a great idea. You know, Rogue, we were gonna volunteer at Rogue, it didn't happen, They, they sent us a pair of Reebok shoes. You know, why couldn't they get with Reebok and say, hey, send all these people a jersey to show that they were going to be at the game so they have a jersey from 2020? even though it didn't happen just as kind of a memento it would have been a low-cost way just to kind of appease uh, that group but then instead they just said on social media we're done
3: yeah but we don't know that they're not going to do that right i mean that's that still is something that could happen but i think the bottom line is i mean let's face it hq is not in the customer service pr business they're just not um and i don't think they it, it's not top of mind it's not something that they they sort of consider. And there's probably arguments, you know, one way or the other that they should, um, but they just don't. And I think I think for people to have the expectation is a little foolish only because, you know, we've, we've been following them for years now. We sort of know how they operate and it's kind of like to be expected. Um, and I know it's still unfortunate. And I know people still get upset about it, but like they're very unapologetic HQ about things like that and it's just not, It's not what they're interested in, in doing, unfortunately.
2: So I would say that I agree with you that mostly people are doing it as a hobby, but for those, it's a big deal too. It's a big deal too. So, you know, if there are some, I think some teen athletes or some masters athletes that do, I mean, sure we all put our heart and soul in it, but I mean that, that is their main focus or drive for whatever that personal goal is. So I, I see that aspect where I think there could be, sure, Switzer, I, th- I mean, I think there could be a little bit better uh, communication, but again, like Kat says, they're not in the business of communication, right? We already we already know that about them. And
1: I agree, but doesn't mean they shouldn't be.
2: I agree with yep. that too. I agree with that. Um, my whole thinking, like I, I agree with Kat about like the coverage and that sort of thing. My only thing with that is like, I would just like to have information of like, okay, I get you're not going to put the masters or the teens on the main channel or whatever it is, the main screening. But let me know where I can find them or watch them. Some coverage for me, that would feel a, a little bit more respectful in that sense of of honoring their work, um, but also realizing that the the income that they're bringing to the games and that is different from the individuals.
3: Yeah. Yeah and I mean for the ones that you know they do make it their full time job let's say and they have sponsors and it's like their livelihood and everything else I mean it's not like crossfit gave those age groups a lot of attention and then took it away like they've never had it right so if you've been doing this for 5 6 years and you're in this masters game and you're in your in you know age group division and everything else like you should you should know what to expect right and if and if you want something different pick another sport, go into weightlifting. Like weightlifting, I think has way better coverage for masters athletes. And it's, it's sometimes just as competitive, um, you know, and maybe there's some other sports that, you know, translate from CrossFit over weightlifting is just kind of the one I think of immediately. But again, it's like, it's not like they gave us all this and then took it away from us. I don't That's- think.
2: And I do think like, okay, I think the CrossFit brand, yes, that is specifically with the games. But like if you look at Wadapalooza, that's one of the things I love about Wadapalooza is they do highlight all the different sort of age divisions and yep. the adaptive athletes and that. So I think we could start seeing maybe some more sanctionals um, that might be highlighting that a little bit more, but I don't see it happening CrossFit specific.
3: Yeah, no, you're right about that. And Granite Games too does a great job of of highlighting those those masters athletes. I even, I had thought last year that maybe some of the, that the age group online qualifying thing would go away and they would just have sanctioned events for masters. And you have to go to granite games. You have to go to Wataplusa, or go to one of the, you know, live and louds that's going to support um, age groups. And that's how you qualify for the games too. So I just hope that CrossFit doesn't get rid of age groups altogether because, you know, if you're thinking future state and if they need to streamline And do things differently. And if this whole professional sport climate changes for you know more permanently because of COVID nineteen and everything else, you know those age groups could go away completely.
1: And there is Debbie Downer back again. I am sorry. (laughs) Yeah, it's real, (laughs) Sally. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move into something a little more fun. Let's talk about our favorite thing from the internet this week. Who wants to
2: go first? I'll go first since right. I'm downer. Okay, bring it back up, Kat.
3: Yes, um, this is real quick. Um, babies are happening on the internet. So um, a couple things. things, uh, Amanda, uh, Amanda, Miranda, um, Alcrest had her baby, finally. Baby Banner, he was like two weeks late or something ridiculous, she was losing her mind. Um, she finally had a baby healthy. Uh, Lauren Brooks. Remember Lauren Brooks from the Southeast region? She is having a baby. Her oldest is 10 years old, I think. She's having a baby with her new husband. Um, I think they're having a girl. She's due in September. And we probably all know Talena Fortunato, who is also Lauren Brooks' BFF. She's having a baby boy, and I think she's due in like two weeks. So lots of happy baby news on Instagram. I can tell you who's
2: not having a baby.
3: <laughs> yeah same <laughs> never again yeah
2: never well, again s- speaking of babies, sorry charlie i'm going to just jump on this ship because i my thing from the internet i don't know if it's the greatest thing but it's just something that's stuck in my mind and it's this oh, oh yes mm. <laughs> you no know this is
1: zina had 12 <laughs> this
2: is elon musk's new baby name <laughs> Okay, I don't know how to pronounce that, but I know that this stands for (laughs) unknown variable. This is Elfian for artificial intelligence. And this is the name of their favorite plane.
4: It stands for, I don't ever have to work a day in my life.
2: Uh, All right.
1: That that is the X variable right there. (laughs) The
2: X variable.
1: You solved it, Charlie.
2: Yep. All right, Charlie, what's yours?
4: Uh, It's Scott's.
1: You're passing to me. I'm passing to you. So that means I have to do two.
4: Sure. All right. I do three. Well, why not?
1: So first, for Charlie, I'll do Charlie's. Uh, <laughs> the fact that it was announced this week that Half Thor Bjornson and Eddie Hall are going to box each other. Each paid, each paid seven mil, seven figures. I don't know what the exact number of that is, but. Seven figures, so over a million dollars, to get in the ring and fight. That is the biggest boxing match in the history of the world.
2: we we going to make bets on this. Do we have a
3: date and time for this location?
1: It's like 18 months away because they both have to learn how to box. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't know that there's going to be a lot of uh, sweet science. <laughs> a lot of uh, butter bean throwing haymakers
1: yeah i think it's just gonna be haymaker after haymaker hoping something connects
4: yeah and and whose
1: cardio goes out first Hmm. uh so then the second one i'll take for myself is um tommy and sean are doing this new thing on their podcast called podium picks where they pick a subject and they do their top three of that subject each week And so this week, their podium picks were for best sweet treat. That dessert that you just, when you're around it, you've got to have it. Uh, And so I just want to post to you guys, what is that one sweet treat that you have to have when you're near there?
4: Is this baked or is it like candy?
1: Anything. Anything sweet. Uh, High carb, low protein.
2: I know what mine is. Well, uh,
1: I, I know what yours is too, but go ahead.
2: What would you say mine is? Uh, ice cream. 100%. Um, but I'll go, I'll go even more specific because I'm really not a dessert person, but ice cream is uh, something I cannot stay away from. But you give me a blizzard from Dairy Queen with Reese's piece, no Reese's cups, I'm, I'm done. See ya, that's mine. Vanilla ice cream yes vanilla ice cream
3: do you ha- do they do they put the peanut butter syrup in it or no no okay because friendlies makes a frenzy with the the vanilla soft serve and they do peanut butter cups but they put a peanut butter syrup on it mm-hmm. and I have to tell them not to do that mm-hmm. just to do the vanilla ice cream and the Reese's peanut butter cups yeah and it's
1: so do the twins have the same sweet treat thing
3: well, I could go with that. I mean, I can remember the <laughs> ice cream store when I was a teenager called Temptations that was right by my high school. And I would go there probably every day and get a vanilla scoop of vanilla ice cream with uh, Reese's peanut butter cups on it. So, yeah, I'll go with that.
2: Good. Fun fact, Scott and I, my Scott and I both worked at ice cream stores in high school. Not the same one. See,
3: I would, there's no way I could do that.
4: <laughs> Charlie. Uh, if I had to go to a candy, I'm going to go with Skittles. Um, <laughs> you? Love you? Skittles. Um,
2: Got me through my masters.
4: Absolutely. They're fantastic. Um,
2: what, who are you? Marshawn Lynch?
4: Could be <laughs> <laughs> beast mode. Uh, yeah. So I'll go with Skittles.
1: So mine very specifically is there's a donut shop in my hometown. I'm not even a donut fan but it is a mom and pop donut shop in there like 50 years. And uh, they make these things called a maple roll. So it's like, it's twisted like a cinnamon roll. And then uh, baked, fried, whatever they do with a donut, I don't even know. And then uh, maple icing on the top with shredded coconut. Mm. Uh, Yeah, yeah,
3: add me until coconut, but yeah, that sounds delicious.
1: And the coconut is toasted toasted shredded coconut on the top. And that is my dad and I's favorite thing in the whole wide world. And I, I'm not a big sweets guy, but that thing, I every time I'm home, I hope they're out of them when I pass the donut shop so that I don't get one.
4: So this is called, uh, and friends, and I have not tasted this. So I'm really questioning this and friends thing. Like, <laughs> I mean, what, why haven't I had this yet?
1: Because if I put those in my car, they ain't making it the four-hour trip back to Columbus.
3: (laughs) Just being honest. Yeah, that qualifies.
1: (laughs) Well, hey, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Uh, Hit that like button. Hit the notifier. Leave a review. Leave a comment. Do all that kind of stuff. Uh, We totally appreciate you. You guys have been awesome. And uh, we can't wait to give you more content. So until next time. This has been the Clydesdale Crossfitter and Friends.
3: Bye. See ya.
1: Thank you so much for joining us on the Clydesdale Crossfitter and Friends. Remember, you can find us on YouTube now and all major podcast platforms. That's iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Uh, We're available on all those. And please hit that subscribe button on whatever you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week on the Clydesdale CrossFitter and Friends.